Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Athletico Partnerships with me, Andrew Dawson. Dig, if you will, a picture of you and I engaged in a kiss. The sweat of your body... No, sorry, that's when doves cry by Prince. Sorry, I've done the wrong thing. Can I start again? Is that all right? Yeah, of course you can. Okay. (laughs) Hello and welcome to a new episode of Athletico Partnerships with me, Andrew Dawson. I hope you're all well and enjoying the upturn in clement weather. Imagine a scene not too far into the future as you arrive for your COVID-19 vaccination. You are nervous but excited that a lot of your ongoing worry will soon be lifted. You're ushered into a side room, told to wait for the nurse and asked to remove your jacket and lift up your sleeve. After a few seconds, the door is kicked in and a short, stocky man barrels in with a marker pen in his sweaty hand. Welcome to Tattoo Club, he shouts. I can do you a bird or a dog or an anchor, but I can't do faces or words. You run out of the room before he can lurch towards you with his pen. It is, of course, my co-host, Mr Bob Mortimer. Oh no, it's Bobby. With his tattoo hobby. Oh, Mr. Ratman, you're such a twat, man. Ah, hello, good morning to you, Bob. Good morning. Are you all right? All right, I had my vaccine yesterday. I saw that on the Instagram. Yeah, that's kind of what inspired me song. Um, How did it go? How did it go? It went fine. Where did you get it done? Was it down the showbiz centre? No, I could have had it at the showbiz centre. Um, <laughs> I thought I'd make out that I was just, uh, you know, one of the ordinary people. <laughs> a regular guy. <laughs> <laughs> just a regular guy, dropping the little on the way, just, dropped um, into uh, the co-op on the way back. You just zoomed in there on your, on your little Segway contraption yeah. and it went straight to the front of the queue. Come on then, get on with it! You'll be getting one soon, won't you? I hope so, because I'm morbidly obese, so obviously I go to the front well, of the queue. Well, that's what I was thinking. Hey, Yeah, I preempted you there. <laughs> <laughs> As always, I have been listening to Martin from Homes Under the Hammer, his radio show, where he visits okay. the homes of famous football people. OK. Uh, oh, good one this week, so I taped it for you. Shall I play it? Please do, yeah. Bap. Martin, da 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 Martin, tin, 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 tin. Hello, boys <laughs> and girls and fellow nosy homers. Today I'm visiting the home of Mr Mick McCarthy, the management of Cardiff Welsh Football. 
football club. Let's knock him up and have a look round his house. Who is it? <laughs> it's me, Martin, from Holmes Under the Hammer. Are you a bastard? Yeah, I don't think so, Mick. Can I come in? Do you promise not to act like a bastard, you bastard? Yes, of course. I'm just very polite and cordial. The exact opposite of a bastard. The exact opposite of a bastard is a double bastard. Everyone's a bastard and some are bastard bastards. I presume you're the former. Come in. That that knocking is actually a door opening, Andrew. Oh, right. I noticed oh, yeah. that on the uh, recording. Got it. Yeah. Um, hello, Mick. A pleasure to meet you. Joe <laughs> told you land out to me, you bastard. I might catch a dose of bastardry. I doubt it, Mick. Now, we would appear to be in a very large open-plan kitchen-diner combined <laughs> with a massive furnace of some sort. I have to say, it's a bit unusual, but you know what? I like it. What's it all about, then, Mick? I caught me bastard meat in a bastard kitchen and eat the bastard stuff on her me bastard dining table, just like any bastard would. What... What bastard of a question. But what about the furnace? You have to agree that is a very, very unusual in a residential setting. What's that all about then, Mick McCarthy? <laughs> you're right, nosy bastard. And so you're right, nosy bastard, aren't you? <laughs> that I am, Mick. That I very much am. I use the furnace to heat the room, you big soft cock bastard. Next bastard question. I've noticed there's only one stool here downstairs and no television. That's very unusual. Though I think I might actually quite like it. What's that all about then, Mick McCarthy? <laughs> what, well, what would I want another bastard chair for? So that some bastard could come in and sit their bastard asses down and ruin my peace and bastard quiet. <laughs> You're acting like a, I'm a bastard and I'm not. But no TV, Mick. That's a very different approach to interior electronics. What's that all about, Mick McCarthy? I don't watch TV. Why not? Because it's full of bastards talking bastard nonsense to other bastards who haven't got a bastard clue. Do you feel me, you bastard? You you do know, Mick, that I'm a TV presenter. You do know that now, don't you, Mick? Well, you bastard, you're, get out of my bastard house whilst you're, whilst you're at it, give your bastard hair a brush and tuck your bastard flowery shirt in. Good bastard, bye. That's the door slamming. <laughs> well, that was the unusual home of Mick McCarthy, boys and girls. A bit unusual, but you know what? I liked it very much indeed. See you next time. <laughs> well, I quite enjoyed that, Andy. I enjoyed that a lot. I mean, it makes complete it's... sense now that Mick McCarthy's got a furnace in his house. I mean, <laughs> it never occurred to me, but it's just common sense, isn't it? Of course he has. Of course he has. The um, uh, what was I going to say? He's done very well for him, so I think we should acknowledge that on this partially footballing um, podcast. Yeah, I mean, of how course. well he's done. 
Of course he has. There's he a lot to well. be said for the fringes of the manager's lunch club, the ones that don't continually get the sack, but they'll come in and they'll just turn a club around. Warnock, Neil Warnock, you know. Yeah. He's got you in a better position than you were 18 months ago. Yeah, infinitely. Um, I've got some questions for you, Bob. These aren't from Go me, or anyone else. They're just from me. They're just from me. All right, Hill. Um, Bob, do you think there's anything more futile than mashing a solitary potato? Ooh. Ooh. Um, yeah, I think I there mean, is. I, I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll qualify that and I'll say it's going to be quite a large potato. You're not going to like, you're not going to mash a new potato, a solitary one. There's not well, there's not enough there. But I'm sorry, Andy. I, it can't be the most um, the worst thing. I mean, mashing a solitary pea or a um, yeah. a butter bean but would be worse, you, wouldn't well, it? Well, to have mushy peas on the side and it's one pea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. All right. Fine. Good answer. Um, another one here. Uh, do you have a preferred method to prize a piece of cheese from the cold, stiff hand of a corpse? I prefer. I try. I'm thinking. I maybe I'd use a wooden spoon, Andy. Yeah. You think that'll um, be enough? I'm, I'm, I think I'm that'll thinking be of enough. A, I'm thinking of it. Someone has been dead for about twelve hours, and rigor mortis has properly set in here. Um. And what have they got in there? Sausage roll. It's some cheese. Just a piece of cheese. Bit of cheese. I would try and poke it out with a wooden spoon, you know. Just poke it through with the end of just a wooden for, spoon, right? Yeah, I think so. Just to right. um, stop the yeah. I'd melt it out and just eat it straight away. But somebody you. You'd melt it out. What yeah. with a blowtorch? With or a lighter or something like that. Okay. All right. Um, finally, uh, can I count on you as a friend? Well, not probably not, Andy, because I always let uh, people down because I hate leaving me house. Right. So, okay. you know, like, if you were about to jump off a cliff or something, I'd say, I'm sorry, Andy, if the, if the cliff was in my back garden, yeah, no worries. Right. Yeah. Well, you I'll know. put that as a maybe then. Okay. All right, thanks. Okay. Hey, we've got Roy Hutchin joining us on the oh. line uh, now, Andy. Here he comes. Hello, Roy. Hello there. Good morning. Roy, um, yeah, your contract at Crystal Palace expires at the end of the season. Are you worried about that? Oh, no. Why would I be worried? What use is a contract? Do you think the lizard men signed the contract with the old ones before they were plunged into the jungles of the Lustria continent? I'm sorry, I don't know what you're on about. Oh, it's obvious. I mean, do you think the undead signed a legally binding document with Nagash, the necromancer, after he created them using dark sorcery? Oh, this is Warhammer, isn't it, Roy? Yes, yes, Warhammer. Of course it's bloody Warhammer. Warhammer is the truth and the light. Warhammer. 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 So you're not bothered... You're not bothered about the contract thing then, Roy? No, of course not. In this alternate version of Woolhammer that we laughably call life, my chairman Steve Parrish is Nagash and I am the undead. And um, what does that make Salos, Salos Park? Well, it's just a football ground, isn't it? All right, so, so no concerns about your future then, Roy? Well, future? What is future? It's something we've got no control over, isn't it? Maybe in my future, I'll move to Zurich and open a Warhammer-themed cafe with six-foot-by-four-foot tables for people who want to eat, drink and play Warhammer all day long. So, sorry, where was that, Rob? Zurich. 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 In Switzerland. Zoo. Oh, Zurich. 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 
Zoic! Okay, yeah, right, 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 got you, yeah. Yeah, well, oh, or maybe I'll just stick around and sell Wilfred Zaha to Arsenal for 50 million quid. Or there's a third option. Oh, yeah, is there? Yeah, yeah. I'll move to Zoic, open the Warhammer Cafe, but Nagas, sorry, Steve Parrish still allows me to manage Crystal Palace from a distance, from afar. Whenever he needs a decision on football matters, he sends a bright R-shaped light into the sky, which I call the ride signal. That's, it sounds a bit like Batman's bat single, signal. No, it's different. This is a ride signal. Ride signal! And what happens when he sends up the ride single signal? Signal. <laughs> I'll see it in it's... the night sky, in Europe, in Zurich, and then I'll ring him to see what he wants. Well, wouldn't it be easier for you him just to ring you in the first place. No, I've already built the fucking thing on top of the Arthur Watchstand. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, okay then. Uh, I think we've run out of time, uh, Roy. Sorry. Oh, very well. Well, I'll tell you what, next time you want me to come on, just go down to Sellers Park and activate the Roy signal. Roy? Roy? Oh, Roy. I probably won't, to be honest. Oh, uh, Roy signal. But, yeah, thank you, Roy. Oh, well, well. Ooh, oh, mama. Yeah, see you right. Bye. He seemed chirpy, didn't he? Yeah, in a good mood, looking looking uh, towards the future in Zurich. He looking says. to the a future in Zurich. Nice, very I've nice. I've been to Zurich. Have you? I have been to Zurich, and yeah, was it good? Um, it's very clean, sterile. Yeah, it's very that. It, it's very French. <laughs> Is it? But it's there's no Frenchman, so that's quite <laughs> controversial. And and it's silent. Lots of electric cars. Very still and serene. Yeah. Mm. Lakes. Beautiful lakes, lake. There, isn't there? Lakes and that. Beautiful lake. Yeah. I recommend it to anyone. Are you eating again? Yeah, sorry, so I spit it out. Put it in the bin, Mortimer. I've put it in the bin. Sorry, what boss. What is it? What are you eating? A fig roll. Dirty boy. Okay, fine. I'll tell you what, you know you reckon you can brainstorm, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm the brainstormer, yeah. Yeah, you're the brainstorm. Well, tell me, how can I eat and still do a satisfactory recording? Brainstorm me that. Uh, brainstorm me that, you twat. Well, you, you cannot. You just can't. So many people complain. All right, you, you could... You, what you could do is you could um, take your fig roll, mash it up in your palm, a very, very tiny ball, and then just put it into the pouches of your cheeks and just let it slow release. Let it dissolve as you're podcasting. Okay. And uh, nobody will be any the wiser. I shall give it a go because I've already spat out what can be described as a ball. <laughs> and it's now next to me cheek. Disgusting. While I've got you on the subject of food, yeah. Uh, how do you feel about the five-second rule? I don't know what it is. You don't know what it is? Oh, you know, picking it up off the floor? Yeah, within five seconds it's all right to pick it up off the floor, they reckon. What I'm all right t- with the harder items. Yeah? If a bit of fish fell and splattered on the floor, I wouldn't pick it up. Or... Um, Rice pudding or something. Something with a moist exterior, you wouldn't pick it up, but something with a hard exterior, you I would. I don't think I would. Right. I would, yeah. If I dropped a bit of, you know, if I dropped a ginger nut or a nice bit right. of hard cheese, I'd pick it up. Well, you shouldn't do, because I saw a report on um, the Good Morning Everyone show with Kim Marsh uh, and Gethin Jones, I think it is. Yeah, And they did a report him. on it, and zero seconds. As soon as it hits the floor, covered in bacteria. Yeah. Death sentence. So the five second rule is bullshit. Andy, and no disrespect to you, please don't take this the wrong way. 
I imagine that your fungalo is a filthy shithole, literally carpeted with bacteria, yet you're worried about a biscuit being on the floor for 0.5 of a second. I mean, I'm looking round and you're not wrong, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm worried. Yeah. I know that oh, we all God. need a little bit of bacteria in our lives, though, don't we, to keep us going? Yeah, we do. Should write a country and western song, a little bit of bacteria mm. to keep a little keep bit of bacteria <laughs> to keep us all going. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Steve McLaren, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, he had his vaccination the other day. Right. And, of course, me mates at Infinity Rocket Plastics managed to hack into the CCTV at the vaccination yeah. centre. Good, good. And give me an MP5, I think it is, Andy, <laughs> what? of what MP5? occurred. MP5? Yeah. All right, um, OK, fair enough. Um, would you just give uh, Badger a quick ring at Infinity Rockets uh, Plastics just to give him a... Give him a thank you, Andy. Of course I will, of course I will. Uh, <laughs> uh, hello? Is that you, Badger? Very Simon. How and what can I diddle a few for? Uh, it's, it's Andy from Athletico Parsnips here. Uh, just wanted to thank you for the, uh, the Steve McLaren footage. No problem, oh, Dr. Dawson. I like to shine light where previously there was darkness. Think of me as the bulb on the apex of Gandalf's staff. <laughs> well, uh, right, well, that was all really, Badger. Just thank you. You know, thanks again. Yeah, yeah. before you disappear, might I interest you in some ultra-high-definition footage from East Grinstead, Succulents and Carnivorous Plants Society's latest AGM? Nah, nah, you're all right, Badger. Thanks. Hey, hold on, Andy. What, uh, Badger, what's so interesting about the footage? Well, they absolutely tear into the urban street dancing scene. It's absolutely venomous and unrelenting. They display levels of spite that I haven't witnessed since I posted those photos of Gregory Porter without his chin guard. Yeah, sound, sounds quite fun, but I tell you what, we'll leave, we should leave it, Andy, shouldn't we? Thanks, thanks, Badger. Your lost Lord Bullocks, farewell and fair to middling. <laughs> Thanks for that, Andy, ringing him up. All right, no let's problem. play this McLaren MP5, shall we? Yeah. It uh, starts with Stephen Casper, his snake, sat on a bench outside the vaccination centre. Right, Casper, let's go through the plan again. 
before we go in, you crawl into my sleeve of my loose fit long sleeved light blue leisure shirt and tuck your tail into my big woolen mitten on my left hand. Casper shook his head and brings up a single little lump of spew. Don't be upset, Casper. Look, it's the only way that I can get you the vaccination. When I roll my sleeve up, they will think that you are a tattooed arm and you'll get your injection. Casper brings up another another little lump of spew. Look, Casper, I know you are sad because it means that I won't get a vaccine, but you have to be the priority. My life wouldn't be even worth living if you succumbed to this terrible germ. You have to realise that you're my precious bundle of joy and terrific times. You're my mobile cream horn with a happiness filling and a euphoria coating with playfulness beans on top. We've got to do this. Come on, let's sing our song to get our bravery juices flowing. And they sing the song. Come on, Casper. Sing it together. Let's get breath. Inside, outside, up and around. Love set me up and love let me down again. I feel like a weatherman. One day sun, next day rain. And you ask me if I really care (laughs) Don't you know the answer? Rainy day blues Never felt this way Come on, Casper I want to stay with you (laughs) For the rest of my life I want to stay with you For the rest of our lives. Well done, Casper. Do you feel better now? <laughs> Sorry, Andy. Come on, Casper. Get up my sleeve and let's get this over and done with. Casper crawled up his sleeve and Steve tucked his tail into his woolen mitten. So eventually Steve is sat on the chair with his sleeve rolled up. Oh, right, yeah. Um, the nurse says, Oh, that's sweet tattoo you've got there. Is it of a sneak? Yes, it's a beautiful, kind and compassionate snake with so much love in every scale that it can make your heart burst open and explode into a candy floss cloud of pure joy. Oh, that's nice. Now just relax, sir. You'll hardly feel a thing. (laughs) Well, as soon as the needle is (laughs) is removed, Casper pops his head out through Steve's collar and spews up on his lap. The nurse screams and Casper slithers across her table and makes his way out of the centre. Oh, nurse, I'm so sorry about that. My tattoo must have reanimated, you know, like in Toy Story, and took a turn towards the appalled. I will have a sharp word with the tattooist and tell him to use a less active ink. Steve rushed out, embarrassed, and back into his scolder. Moments later, Casper crawled in through the passenger window. We did it, Casper. We got you vaccinated. Soon we'll be able to go dancing together again and go shopping for anoraks and comfy shoes. 
Just then, Steve felt a sharp pain in his arm. He looked down to see Casper with a vaccine syringe in his mouth and a big, broad smile on his face. Did you steal that off the nurse's table? Casper let out a cube of spew. Oh, Casper, you really are my guardian angel. Now we are free to fall in love all over again. And they both laughed so hard... It was as if every molecule in the vaccine was watching the latest live DVD from Russell Howard. <laughs> then that's it, Andy. So, well, thank you to, we again to Badger for getting us that. Brilliant. And um, a little bit of um, echoing from the song at the, st- at the start of the episode as well. Vaccines and tattoos. Yeah. Great minds think alike, I suppose. <laughs> We've got some questions in from the Parsnippers. Um, we haven't done one of the videos that we did for the last couple of months because we're going to try and improve on the videos. Is that right? Well, I'd like to do something more than just questions, Andy. Yeah. Maybe so, we could uh, do a bit of philosophy or read out uh, our favourite yeah, things or maybe something. look at some maps, perhaps. Well, I wouldn't mind a look in your fridge. You can do oh, a reciprocal really? fridge examination, oh, but we'll, we'll we'll keep some questions back for the next video that we do because we'll we'll enhance it and improve it. But here's some questions now. Here's a good one that I enjoyed from B Walden. Who I think it might be Brian Walden. Yeah. He used to present um, Weekend World. I think it was. Uh, he says I found a 1940s Metropolitan Waterboard film under my bed and I'm scanning it in. Don't know what that means. Uh, though a delightful artifact showing water and vans and shit, it is made of pre 1948 cellulose nitrate, toxic and flammable film. My dilemma is, do I take it to the council when I'm done, as recommended by the internet, or do I set it on fire on the bloody beach? Now, for me, I'd like to see it burn on a beach. Right. I'm happy for him to burn it on the beach, but I'd like him to film it burning. Do you know what I mean? Okay, well, I didn't understand any of it, Andrew. Did you not? I'm so sorry, I don't mean to be rude. I'll condense it down. He's found an old film by the Metropolitan Water Board. And he wants to burn it? Yeah. Yeah. Got that? Do you understand that? Yes. Right. And he's he's scanning it in, he's digitising it, let's say, for YouTube or something like that. But the film is flammable and toxic. Right. Now, he should probably take it to the council when he's finished so they can dispose of it safely. But he wants to know whether he should just set fire to it on the beach. We should set fire to it on a beach or a cliff edge. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. Or behind the round the back of the shops. If he doesn't I mean, want too long a journey. Th- th- that's everyone's preferable disposal method of anything, isn't it? Set fire to it. Yeah. Um, in the, in the outdoors. Round the back of the sports hall or something. I would. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll say that. But that's not that's not legal advice. That's not legally binding or anything. <laughs> there can be no comeback if he gets arrested. But that's just advice. Yeah. Have you got any questions from the past? Um, let's have a look. Um, if fridges were never invented... Says mm-hmm. who? Are you? Says Ryan Ball. How mm-hmm. would you most successfully keep your meats chilled? Um, I've got to be honest with you, Andrew. I rarely put my meats in the in the fridge. I quite like them lukewarm and sweaty. You know, Jesus. That's really? why I'm very fond of pocket meats. It keeps them. I quite like yeah. body temp meat. BTM. But, yeah, but obviously pocket meats obviously pre cooked, isn't it, and ready to eat? Yeah, it's not fresh meat. No, it's not fresh meat. Well, come on, you're the brainstormer. How would you do it? No fridge. How would you I would keep just, your meat? Cut? I would just, I would just acquire it as and when I needed it. I would pop down to the butchers, like in the olden days, and get some yeah. meat in for the tea, and then have it. 
I wouldn't need a fridge. Okay. It's an easy, easy question, that. Well, I don't think you've actually answered the question, Andrew, but all right. Go on, another one. Joel Young says, do either of you own a steam mop? I got one for Christmas and I find it much better than a regular mop and bucket. Uh, have you got one? Um, I did have one. We used it for about a week. You know, try to... Well, I think it's... I don't know where it is, but it's probably in the garage. Might have been slung in a skip. It's a fire on the beach. Hey, have you ever noticed? Andy, have you ever noticed? You buy these gadgets, yeah? From QVC, a bread maker. Or a steam mop, yeah? One month later, they've joined the pile, haven't they? They've taken over your man cave in the corner. I don't know. There's there's some sort of routine about that. Um... Uh, so the fact that I that I used it for a week and it's gone means I don't recommend it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's one here from Katie Wheeler. This is a follow-up, actually, from last month. She says, how do I get giants to stop piddling on my fences? All oh, right. Because if Was you she... remember, she had, yeah. she had squirrel grease in her fence and you recommended getting a giant in to, uh, to piddle on it. Yeah. And uh, that seems to have gone out of hand, so... Any recommendations? Well, I should imagine, though, that it's got rid of the squirrel grease. I mean, that's what attracts them, yeah? Yeah. Um, well, you can. Um, what one thing that giants don't like is peppermint oil. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying. So you could cover your fence in peppermint oil. But the the only problem right. is is peppermint oil. Okay, it does attract water monkeys. Yeah. And <laughs> they they piss more or less continuously. <laughs> so you know, I it's a you have opened up a kind of kind of worms there. It's in the name, isn't it? A, a water monkey is eighty six percent piss because <laughs> yeah. that's what it is. So you know, life's not perfect, is it? So there we go, Andy. That's it, parsnips. Do you reckon? Yeah. Quickly before we go, I'm thinking of an animal's backside. Can you guess what it is? Oh, please uh, give me that cue. UK is it an animal I would see in the UK? I don't know. You don't know. Another clue is another clue is I'm not sure what it looks like. Ah. Uh... Um, Sorry, we've run out of time. It was a coot. Ah, uh, I mean, that's a bird. Is a bird an animal? Anyway, well, thank you. Of course a bird's an animal. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the ass quiz. Thank you, parsnippers. See you around. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.